Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, I'm Michael. I'm Jake. And welcome to the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Episode 9. I know. Can you believe... We've done nine episodes so far. When did we start? When did we start? When did we start? Like nine June? Week. Or late? Nine weeks ago. <laughs> no, ten. ten weeks ago, because yeah. we missed a week. Ten yeah. weeks ago. So whenever that was. Oh, man. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy. I mean, overall. Um, how do you like it so far? It's fun. I agree. I feel like... I gotten better at speaking. <laughs> Not really. But. Not really, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm getting more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's becoming less of like a, oh shit, moments. You know what I mean? I don't hit my voice as much. Yeah, I'm getting used to it. I mean, I, I kind of have been because I've been, re- you know, recording well, yeah, my voice vocals, for a long yeah, time now. <laughs> but it's still, it's still a little cringy to hear sometimes. But. Of course, yeah. When you say stupid shit and you're stupid like, shit, or you have like <laughs> little nuances, like my voice cracked a few times last time. Just or you like, just Ugh. say, or you just say words that just don't make sense. You're like, <laughs> not the right word. You're like, you don't. Okay, pull the curtain back a little bit. When we edit the podcast and stuff, I don't know if you're ever this problem. Specifically, the space one. I you find like fuck ups in like whatever you're saying. Mm-hmm. So when I was talking about when the sun was getting bigger and it was gonna like eat through the planets and stuff, sure. I said it's gonna eat through Mercury and Pluto. When I meant Venus, <laughs> and I'm like, boy, do I sound like a fucking moron? <laughs> what Michael doesn't know is planets. <laughs> I feel the same way. It's like I I use a word and I meant a different one, but they sound similar, and I yeah. just accidentally blurped. And then I go back and listen to it, and I'm like, oh, man. Can I edit this now? And it's, <laughs> that'd be so funny. It'd just be like a little cut. Yeah. And just <laughs> yeah. Mercury and Venus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it sucks, too, because we don't have a video podcast. So, you know, how sometimes like on YouTube. Yeah, they, you can at least blurb, put like. Yeah, they yeah. can put like an asterisk, but not for us. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no. Rip. We have to live for our mistakes. It's all right. It's out there now. It's too late to apologize. Yeah, that's what makes it the imposter syndrome podcast. Because we're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Most of the time. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. That's funny, man. You do anything fun this week? Yeah, I mean, it's getting to that point now where it's August and it's like, all right, last round of summer. Are you ready, motherfuckers? Yeah. Sort of thing. Like, this week is starting to get stupid hot. It was hot today. It's going to get worse. 
I guess like, I'm not going outside. <laughs> 98 tomorrow. 98. And it's going to be feeling like in the hundreds and tens. And but, I'm like, oh my goodness, God. Okay. And then like you have to topple on the humidity if there is any. Yeah. You know? It's just like, oh my goodness. I don't know. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the heat. I am not I am listen, I can live in ice and I'll be fine. In ice. Yeah, like I I will make my room frigid cold, but I cannot handle like once it gets like a smidget of heat, I'm just like I'm just <laughs> <laughs> like co. Nah, Ko's Ko's actually pretty surprisingly for a black cat, he like basks in the sun and he's like yeah, and like sometimes he comes in and he just like feels warm, and you're like, oh mm-hmm. man, you he just out there he just long. likes it. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah, but not me. Nah, I'm not a huge fan. No, I don't know. I'm waiting for that fall weather. Fall weather is nice. I love fall. I get to wear my long sleeve coats again, and it's nice. Cause listen, I only have so many shorts summer, and t-shirts. Summer, yeah, <laughs> it's like. You see, like you're sweating all the time, and you're doing like yard work and stuff, and you're like, "Fuck, I'm running out of clothes." <laughs> I feel the same way. I feel like most of my wardrobe is pretty much fall. Yeah, it's it's the type of attire that I like better anyway. So I think I buy more of right, that. Yeah, you know well, what I mean. More, most of my fashionable stuff is in the fall winter category because you can accessorize, wear layers. Yeah, and stuff. yeah. Like summer stuff, it's like t-shirts and shorts. And that's the extent we're going to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can do like jeans, I guess, sometimes. If you, you know, hate yourself, maybe. Or khakis if you got to go somewhere or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I've mostly worn shorts all summer. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really done like a ton this summer. I feel like I've just been busy, you know, a ton of times like working, doing this, you know. Yeah, yeah. Other endeavors, you know, and stuff like that. Just on the go, go, go all the time. Yeah. I mean, I've been sh- I've been shifting more towards a indoor working environment much to the detriment of my farmer lifestyle <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know right your grandfather's probably like oh, literally we literally is like he calls me outside and it's like oh we're making tomato sauce i'm like oh no okay we're making tomato sauce <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure like it's already that time and it's like fuck we're already there like Jesus. i know right it's just kind of like where did the time go it does feel fast it's been like kind of like on a on a train cycle in terms of I'm time. telling you that pandemic screwed everything up yeah man it's I don't still know what, screwing things up. i don't know what day is what you know half yeah, the time. it's just weird have you been you don't really go anywhere right not really oh. not really like um again i usually like in here either working or i'm like working outside like i don't really have to go anywhere like maybe once i go visit my conversation teacher here and there yeah um and like with the podcast we do here, sorry to say. <laughs> well, that's fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like occasionally to visit like friends, but yeah, I don't really go like out often. Right. I mean, I I go out probably more than you would say, than I would say you would. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't really go too many places. I take drives, but they're usually solo. You know. Yeah, I live the hermit lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> the hermit lifestyle. I don't know. That's kind of like beneficial. Michael, come out of the studio. <laughs> <laughs> Another <laughs> mix I need to do. <laughs> I haven't showered in like eight days. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm not, I don't want to put that. <laughs> That's the one thing of like, yeah, sure. I'll be like the hermit and like stay in pajamas all day or yeah, whatever. Yeah, hygiene. But like, important. 
you just because it gets to that point where you just feel disgusting and you're just like nah, yeah. I need a shower man nah I don't I like I don't ever get to that point no. <laughs> pretty much unless it happens within that day you know yeah. what I mean where I'm like doing something where I'm like oh, I feel gross you know right yeah but I never let myself go there well that's um like yesterday I was only outside for like an hour but I was like mixing concrete yeah and I don't know if you've ever mixed concrete before <laughs> can't say that I have okay friend. no um <laughs> like because what you do is like you get the bag of the concrete mix and put it into a wheelbarrow, throw some water in there, and mix it all up. Thing is, it's very dusty. So like you pour that, and it's like everywhere of dust. You gotta and, wear a mask, I'm assuming, right? Uh not really. We just no. We, we, just, we wing just it. Inhale it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> it won't kill me now. <laughs> um, but it's just like you're done when you finish. You're just like pants are basically gray now instead of black because of all the dust and like. It's like, oh, fuck, got to take a shower now. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. That's something that you would want to do at that time frame. Even with tomatoes. Tomatoes have a weird, like, dust powder on them that turn your hands, like, slowly yellow-green. Really? Yeah. Is the tomato itself or, like, the root? And- um, Depends. I mean, we. I think more when, so when you're picking tomatoes... It's more of that dust. Once you wash them, I think you're fine. But once you're when you're getting them, off yeah, the plant, when you're trying to pick them off, there's like the powder. That's interesting. I never really thought tomatoes would have that kind of you know that yeah, layer to it. Yeah, plants are weird. <laughs> That's true. Um, any games? Anything that you're gaming on? Uh, I've been hopping around a bunch. Have you? I. I think I've given up on Gigi Impact. I was about to ask you. You I, please tell me you're not playing that. <laughs> no, still. I gave up. Good. It's a gotcha game. I know it's a and gotcha. And it got g- you, dude. I didn't pay <laughs> anything though. <laughs> it still got you. I didn't spend any money. Mm-hmm. I didn't because the thing that got me was events would happen, and then I'll, I'll, I'll log in one day. And it'd be like in the middle of an event. And you're like, you only have a certain amount of days to complete it before the event's over. Sure. And I'm like, well, you know, there's some cool rewards. I can try it. And then I'll try it and I'll get a decent way. And then it would just roadblock me super hard because it's like, you're not a level 70. What are you, a fucking loser? And oh, I'm so like, you can't complete the rest of the yeah, event. Yeah, because then I try and there's like a level God knows enemy just tossing me around. I'm you got to get like, carried through it, right? because the one thing I hate about Genshin is the leveling up system is atrocious. So how you level up in that game is that you have to use these like level up pamphlet things. Sure. And you can get them from like challenges or like treasure chests and stuff. And that gives you a majority of your experience points. Okay. Killing enemies is pay money. Regardless of the enemy difficulty. Okay. So the issue comes as you get to higher and higher levels, you need a more and more powerful experience. Yeah. Which is harder to get because it's in a rarer chest. And then you have only like a select few like OP characters. And then once you get to a certain threshold, like at level 40... Then it's like you have to get extra requirements to level up past this phase. And to get those extra equipment and stuff, you have to go fight these bosses who are going to push your shit in because <laughs> you're a, not high left level. It's, it's like, a big farm, right? Pretty yeah. Much. It's a big farm. 
I mean, I think that's where the gotcha part comes in. It's like, well, yeah. we can make this easier for you if you want. Yeah, if you just buy, yeah. Yeah, I refuse, though. Um, At least good for you in that regard. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, the story and the characters are cool. It was fun. It was just, at some point, like, I guess, <laughs> I just got tired and frustrated at some point because I'll try some challenges. I get my shit pushed in, and I'll be like, no. Nah. I'm done. Yeah, you just start to rage a little bit, right? The last time I played, I was like... Because what I was doing is, like, there was an unmarked area on the map. So I was just beelining to the next, like, checkpoint Mm -hmm. to activate the map. (laughs) And just ignoring (laughs) everything. That's like, oh, enemies? Okay, nope, screw you. And just run. Yeah, just just trying to blitz through, yeah. Yeah, and I was... It was like, I had to climb all these mountains and stuff. And... I'm running and a motherfucker just knocks me off the mountain. <laughs> and I'm like, I just dropped the controller. I was like, I'm not, I'm done. <laughs> Fuck this. Yeah, I would feel the same way, honestly. You're probably like close to the top and then you get smacked Literally, off. Literally, I I was like, Fuck, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I could never get into it. I don't know. It's okay. Like, I mean It just felt like an open, like multiplayer Zelda. Yeah. It's not. I know it's not, but the formula, and I just, I don't know. It, just, it wasn't my thing. I love Zelda, but it was just like, I don't know. I mean, I think there were some things that were better, like the weapons don't have durability, which, thank fucking Lord. Yeah. Um, I and, understand that. And I mean, I liked the characters. They were cool. And like some of the story stuff was interesting, but then it's just. I think it's just the farming of it. The like, farming. I'm not, a, I'm not opposed to farming, but. At the same time, I just don't have time for that grind. Yeah. And if you leave the game, if you fall off even for a little while. Oh, you miss so much. You miss so much and it's like such a big catch up game. It's, it's just not worth it to it's me. It's only because of fan artists on Twitter that I even know there's like a new character or something happening. Oh, because people are. Yeah. I mean, the, is the game dead? Do you think? No, not really. No, right? not even close. Like it's <sighs> not, it's not in like the main spotlight of like youtubers and players anymore yeah but like they're still a very active player base and fandom it's crazy how the longevity of these games have like changed Mm. i feel like it used to be a lot of fighting games that would last a while because they would have seasons but now all these like you know well i mean they're still doing pretty well i mean fucking skull girls is just got a new character oh i'm not saying that this has replaced that i'm just saying that in addition to that now Oh, okay. There's other games that are now like, you know, like Fortnite, all these like, you know, Battle Royale ones. and Oh, yeah, because they keep adding expansions. They keep expansions. adding expansions. Yeah, like World of Warcraft used to be one of the OG ones yeah. that would add expansions. You know, it's just interesting how everyone's taken that formula now. Well, it's the whole, well, all the game companies figured out it was like, we can make a lot more money if we just keep adding shit to this game we already sold. And it's like a lot less work because they already have the build right, and exactly, everything. Right, exactly, right. They just need to, like, model up a new character here and there yeah. and just throw them in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, that's why I say I don't think live services are bad, but it's just how some of these companies <coughs> um, have done it where it's just like you thought of the live service before the game sort of thing. You also have to have, like, developers that care. Yeah. Or it's, it's not, not just like, about the paycheck. Or not like crushed into like, do this now. Yeah. <laughs> because then they have time to be creative and really put their all into it. Do you remember, you you remember Anthem, right? Yeah, of course. That I thought that game was going to be epic and it just went So do you know the story of what happened? Yeah. It, I know that for the demo, 
they hadn't even the developers of the game didn't even know that was the game that they were yeah, making. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they saw the demo and they're like, "Oh, that's what yeah. we're making." It took six years of them just fussing about trying to figure out what the fuck they're doing, and then eventually they had like a rough demo, and the head of EA, or I think, or some higher up came in and just like, I didn't like this. <laughs> they're like. Yeah, right. And then you had like what you said, EA show off. And then it was like, oh, I guess this is what we're making. Oh, okay. We have a year. (laughs) Yeah. And then the release was just unbelievably poor. Like the game sucked so bad. The the original gun that you get in the game was the best in the game, which (laughs) made no sense whatsoever. Well, even worse than that, right? Because the scaling system for Anthem was so broken. Right, what happened was because what because enemies scaled up with you as you got more and more powerful. Right? Sure. So what it was was how they measured the uh, the scale was um, depending on the equipment you have is right? based off the enemy power level. Yeah. So like, there's a slot for your head, your body, legs, arms, gun. So it's like we don't wear anything, right? Yeah. So. The issue was, like, if you took Dark Souls... Dark Souls has a similar thing. Or, well... I don't think it actually has a similar thing. But, like, take a game like Dark Souls. Where if you have no helmet on... Like, you have your base hitbox. But, like, it still counts as a hitbox, right? Yeah. Like, there's no... It doesn't decrease. Like, in the total of your armor, it still counts as, like, a 1. Mm-hmm. Anthem, the problem was if you didn't equip an armor, it would turn to zero. So when you round up all the numbers together, it wouldn't count. So then you could just take your gun and then that'd be one and that's it. And now it'd be like. So now all the enemies reflect that. Yeah. And yeah. you just bulldoze with no armor and your starter weapon. Which is always fun, right? Yeah. Defeat the whole point of the game. <laughs> yeah. Because like. That game felt a lot like a Destiny type of game where you got to go through missions and get new armors well, and better weapons. Yeah, like it's a loot game, right? Yeah. But it looked it looked really good. Like in terms of like the way you move. Oh, yeah. And that the, flying the, around was cool. The world and everything. Yeah. It was super epic and how enemies would just come at you for no reason whatsoever. Like you could just get like bulldozed yeah. by a random enemy at any time, you know, which yeah. is so awesome because you're always on your toes, you know? Right. I was really, really excited for that game, and then it came out. And granted, <laughs> I didn't buy it or pre-order, never pre-order. But I, I didn't buy it because I was like, I don't know. I, I'm always, I'm always a little anxious about games, right? Trailers oh, yeah. always look good, but you never know. Yeah. So I always wait till the reviews are out until people. I mean, it's probably good you didn't buy it because there could have been a chance that it bricked your PS4. <laughs> right. I heard, I heard about that too. Right, that it was like messing up things, and then like they fixed it. But that, but that point, fifty percent of the player base was yeah, gone. Yeah, it was too late. And they said they weren't coming back. So it was dead on arrival, pretty much. Hey, guys, we got some new content for Anthem first comment. Lol, game dead. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like that game had not. It, it just died. It was a sad. I mean, what sad. was worse, like we were saying with the whole the whole system of the loot stuff was broken because your base weapon was the strongest weapon in the game. It just defeats your motivation. Yeah. And then on top of that, your like legendary items and stuff were all randomized. Like, there wasn't, like, a set weapon. It was just auto-generated stuff. And 
the system was broken. So it would be like you have a gun and it has like plus zero flame damage. What? So there's no, it's like, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't do anything. Right. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's weird, man. Cause they can make a game like, uh, Star Wars, right? Battlefront or General, uh, a Fallen Order? Fallen Order. Okay. So they can make a game like that, right? Which I understand is not multiplayer, right? Yeah. But it's pretty damn good. Yeah. You know? And then they do this. It's like, it's, Two different teams. I that I I, I know yeah. and that I understand, but it's just a premise that the company themselves have the foresight to use this team for and make something great, right? Yeah. But then have another team and not be able to formulate something and not see that. You I said mean, six years of development, right? Yeah, I mean, you would think it would be the opposite way because Bioware was like, oh yeah, Mass Effect did it and like all this stuff, and then it was like Andromeda came out and was like, well, maybe that was because it was the. Bioware B team, like you know, yeah. And then, oh, oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, goodbye, Bioware. <laughs> I, I see you later. Yeah, you're gonna get reabsorbed into something else. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of crazy, man. It's just I don't know. That's why I'm always like an advocate for people taking their time yeah. with video games. Like I don't need a sequel every year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. For example, like Spider-Man PS4, right? Right. I played that game, and this is just, maybe this is just me because I like the character a lot, right? Right. But I played that game for like six months straight. Yeah, it's a good game. It's a good game, and it has a lot of replay value. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, you know, you have different suits, different things you can do to make it more immersive for yourself. Right. Right. And then they dropped Miles Morales like a year and a half later, but it wasn't like a sequel sequel. It was kind of just like a spinoff one. Yeah. Right? You could tell it wasn't the full game, right? Right. So they're working on Spider-Man 2, but there's been like nothing. The game came out like two years. The first one came out like two years ago now. Three you know, years. Three years now. Yeah. Even so, three years now. Yeah. It's They're taking their time right. to make it good. And I'm not like... Damn, they're killing me. You know what I mean? Right, right. I'm like, good, they're taking their time. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are like that too. Like, sure, you, you could be like Elder Scrolls and wait like <laughs> 10 years and right, still not right, have a product. Yeah. I think, you know, there's overkill as well. Bayonetta. Yeah, because, like, you know, the thing is too, what the problem with that part is that Beth can take literally 11 years or so to make the new Elder Scrolls, right? Right. And if it's shit. It's over. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have all this hype, all this build up for years. You guys don't have Doom anymore. You can't. And it's like, (laughs) it's the same thing that happened with Fallout. Didn't Fallout take a long time? Or they did Fallout. It didn't take a long time to get to Fallout 4. Yes. It took a long time to get to Fallout 4. Fallout 4 came out flaccid. Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of mixed. Some people really like it. Some people there was really major don't. flaws with it. And oh, then, it looked terrible. Yeah, well, off the <laughs> ju- off the jump compared to other games. Yeah, and then they were always saying, "Oh, it's so massive, it's such a big world and so many things. That's why it looks like this." And yeah, I'm just okay. like, "You're an idiot." Yeah. I remember I saw an IGN thing where <laughs> Fallout Four had just come out. Yeah, and they put a poll. For what games you would want remastered. It's, it's like when PlayStation 4 and Xbox yeah. just came out, right? Because that's right. when Fallout 4 came out, relatively yeah. speaking. And um, <laughs> and Fallout 4 
re- won the remaster <laughs> poll, and it literally just came out. Oh, man. If that doesn't say something to you, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, it says something when the best Fallout game is not even made by Bethesda. <laughs> it's made by um, Obsidian. You're talking about Vegas, right? Yeah. And then there was another one that came out after. 76. Which sucks, right? Oh, it's garbage. Yeah. yeah. So it's just one of those things about the hype train. You know, you got to take your time, but not too much time. I think you just have to make sure it's a good game. I don't know. It doesn't take 11 years to make a good game. That's what I'm saying. I think it's just priorities of like, because the reasons why you have like Anthem fail and Fallout 76 fail and like a bunch of other easy Battlefront 2 had a rough ass launch because mm-hmm. they prioritize. Somehow they saved that game though. Kind of. The, there was a big populist. For some reason, it, it came after. It came after. It came like a long time after. Yeah. But it, they somehow revived it. Like, I think it's still a fun game. Because they actually, I think all, all the loot box stuff is scrapped for yeah. that game. Yeah, 100%. But like, I think... Because you can still get them, but it's I don't. It's not like a priority anymore. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's like um, No Man's Sky, right? Well, that game sucked because the multiplayer was shit. No Man's Sky? No, everything was shit. The world was, like, empty, right? Yeah, it was all lies. Sweet little lies everywhere. And now that game got good, I heard. Yeah, the thing I was going to was, like, though, most people, when you hear No Man's Sky, always remember the failure. The the opening. The opening, right? And that's why first impressions is always so important. And it's a lesson that the gaming industry just seemed can't get in the fucking heads <laughs> i know but every and you know what there's bangers that come out though yeah strong like ghost of tsushima for example ghost of tsushima god of war um fucking what's it called um oh god why am i false? horizon zero dawn's a good one horizon's good um i'm just naming sony probably. yeah I, it's a trend <laughs> um i mean fucking we can even say if you want to go back further with xbox like Killer Instinct, Halo, like, not the, not after three, but like, I know, what you, I know what you mean. Um, yeah, the Arkham series, Arkham, yeah, mostly. But you don't like which one? Arkham Knight, Origins. But Origins doesn't count. It's a different team. I know, but it still has an Arkham. Why don't you like Origins? Origins is not terrible. It's not terrible. Did you play the DLC with Mister Freeze? Because that shit is fire. I, I mean, it's okay. I, it's like I enjoy it. But, but yeah, but it was just a placeholder game. I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not really. I don't consider it. When they when they sell the Arkham series, Origins isn't even a part yeah, of it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I think that's All like right. enough in Fair itself. Enough. Fair enough. I didn't, I mean, Night is my least favorite. Yeah. Um, the the gameplay is really yeah, good. Yeah, I get but you. Play, having to be in the Batmobile 50% of the game really, yeah. really... You're, pull, you know. you're pushing it a little bit. Why is the Batmobile have to be on top of this building? <laughs> and they fucked up when they said Arkham Knight would be a completely original new character oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah, end yeah. up being Jason Todd. Like, we all knew it would be. Yeah. You know? They fucked up a little bit there, too. Mm, definitely. But I think that's another thing of the hype train. It took so long for them to make another game. Well, if we want to talk about hype trains, Cyberpunk. Yeah, that game. That game had a lot of hype. They had Keanu. I, I'm not going to call out, but I'm going to call out why did you buy that game? You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> it was on sale. No, 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 no. Why did you buy it? 
<laughs> Has he even played it yet? No, it's still sealed. I don't. I'm like, there is no excuse. <laughs> I don't care if it was twenty dollars. <laughs> you don't buy that shit. It's broken. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, I I understand the impulse to buy though. We we showed him the video. <laughs> I know, but I understand it. It's the same thing when I bought Final Fantasy 15 for $15 and I haven't played it once. Oh, well. You know what I mean? But you don't know if it's bad, though. Like, it could be fun. What, 15 Yeah. Well, the reason why I didn't pick it up is because my friend bought a copy, too. Yeah. And we went to his house. I think I might have told you You this did, week, yeah. But just for the podcast's sake. Yeah. Um. We went to his house afterwards, and he played the opening part. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've talked about this on the podcast. Oh, we have episode talked about one. This on the pod- yeah, we did talk about this on episode one. Then yeah. they didn't know already. Okay, they know. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel him. I feel him in a certain way, but um, at the same time, why did you buy that shit? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and the launch of that game is crazy. Even on PlayStation Five and like upgraded on PC. Yeah. It was running like and not here's great. The, here's the sucky part too. Like we were talking about first impressions. I, I've heard people who've actually had strong enough hardware to and like the strength to make it through the bugs. Like the story is actually really good and like there's really good stuff in it. It's just your package was abysmal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think it was a surprise for people though. That well, game no, got it was delayed. Too hyped. Well, not just. I don't know, because that game got delayed like three oh, times. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's that's a little bit of a red flag for me. I delayed once. All right, maybe, you know, COVID and everything, yeah. right? But three times? Mm, yeah, I know. I don't know if they were just waiting for the market to get better or if they were having problems with the game. I mean, um, they had problems with the game, yeah. obviously, right? But I don't know if that was a part of the delays or not. But who I knows? think it was the latter, yeah. Yeah. Then uh, whoever you know, they were they were just tired. They must have had to like have no choice. But crunch, to, crunch, crunch, crunch. Yeah, it was like, dude, we can't wait any longer. We well, drop yeah, this. yeah. The shareholders are getting antsy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I think that was I think that was the problem. And then they they must have had a field day when the game actually came out. Oh yeah, that I mean my favorite part was um, was it they were offering refunds for Cyberpunk. And then, like, oh, yeah, go ask Sony, though, about it. And Sony's like, excuse me? We didn't we, we didn't talk about this. Wait, no, no, no. <laughs> no way. And they threw Sony on the bus, and Sony's like, okay, then. Is this how you want to play? We're just going to take the game off the store until your product is now shippable again. <laughs> so you can't get Cyberpunk on the PS4 anymore. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you serious? I, I'm pretty sure. You can't get it. I think they took it off the store. Christ. I mean, unless it's been fixed now. That's... That was made by uh, CD Projekt? Yep. Damn. I love The Witcher. I know. I, mean... <laughs> I love The Witcher. It's so good. Yeah. It's... I want Witcher 4. <laughs> I would wait on that one. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm not going to get it anytime soon. Especially after this debacle you went out there. That's true. I would be hesitant. That's true. But sometimes it's, I mean, it's not like they have a track record of that, right? Sometimes accidents happen. Like, where I is mean, the threshold for forgiveness, right? Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's not really like forgiveness. It's kind of like, I'm not as, like, just going to throw my money at yeah. you as I was before. I'd be more like... I'm a, I'm a little mm, hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. Like, listen, it's like me with, like, EA. I'm like... I'm well, not I'm gonna, not throwing my money at EA. Yeah, like... I like, mean, I kind of have to because Star Wars games, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but other than that... You know, 
Although Ubisoft might be making a Star Wars game. <laughs> All right. Is it going to be an Assassin's Creed clone? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. But I, w- I don't know if I would mind that, though, for Star Wars. I don't know. I... At least one game. I don't, want, I, want a, I don't want a whole series of this. But maybe one game I would be like. Because I don't. Do you hate the Assassin's Creed games? I'm just tired of them. I'm tired of the format of like uh, open world action adventure and you have a stealth option, but you also have the face forward, like go ham action. Yeah. The stealth action's a lie, though. Some parts you have to go guns blazing. And I'm like, that defeats the purpose of Assassin's Creed because the whole thing was to be stealthy. <laughs> I just miss it having a narrative. A good narrative? Yeah. yeah. I, each game, I understand, has a story within itself, right? Yeah. But for the first three, there was always, like, in Revelations too. Yeah. there's always this underlying plot of Desmond trying to save the world in the future. And, yeah. like, there's a, there's a goal in mind to going back at this time. Yeah. I think that's the thing. It's like, first off, who the... Is Layla is her name, right, or something, the new one? No idea. I forget. That's the point, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, who is the MC? What is the point anymore? Right. Because they keep trying to add these little things in there. Like, there is an actual plot. Yeah. But they never actually give enough details for to me to think that there is an actual plot mm-hmm. and that they're just BSing me. Right. I don't know. I mean, I liked Odyssey and I loved Origins, too. I didn't really play... Um, Valhalla? Yeah. I like Vikings and all, but there is... I, I think it's the same thing. Mm. Origins and Odyssey had a whole whole new UI. Right. And it was it was the first two games that were like, oh, this is different, right? Yeah. Well, Black Flag was cool. Because yeah. it was like, you were not just an assassin, you were a pirate, more so. And like, you had this whole ship fighting mechanic, and I was like, yes, please. No, that stuff is cool. Um, I think that's that was like the precursor to everything else, right? Because that's where it started becoming, oh, you're not just an assassin. You're yeah, yeah, a Viking. Yeah. You're not just an assassin. You're uh, yeah, um, yeah. A, a Greek Spartan. You yeah. know what I mean? Just whatever the case may be. Did you know Zeus was a Templar? <laughs> Is that... Did they do that? No, I'm just bullshitting. Oh, <laughs> I was about to say, I don't remember that. <laughs> Zeus! <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I... Ubisoft is a little bit iffy because like there's because the whole like Assassin's Creed part and then there's the whole Far Cry part and then there's everything else kind of. Yeah. All the other weird games that like Rocket League and like. And have you do you remember Beyond Good and Evil? No. The trailer for it was shown off a couple E3s ago and we have heard nothing. It probably got canceled. No? It might be have got canceled. <laughs> I mean, that I think the assumption is that it probably got canceled. Which really sucks, though, because it was the sequel. <laughs> and everyone was like, oh, my God, Beyond Good Evil 2? Holy shit. Holy shit. And it's been like... Radio silent. Radio silent. Could have been because of COVID, too, though. No, it's been a hot second since... Oh, okay. <laughs> it's been a hot second. Like, okay. that you heard nothing from it. It's like... <laughs> See that they're going back to the drawing board. I mean, that's what happened. I think Skull and Bones have gone that problem. I think people have been like, "Yeah, it's a, it's a not in good shape right now." It's a, it's a shame when you're like, it's like when the Force Unleashed three got canceled. 
Um, that hurt my feelings because I really liked well, or that you, universe and or stuff. Or even like the original Battlefront Three plans. Yeah, it's just it's it's always a bummer when you see like a sequel series or like a trilogy within the game or just like a new game that you're really into just kind of you know go down. It doesn't make it. Doesn't make it in the end. Like PT. Oh. <laughs> right. Everybody cries about that game not being made. It's so it hurts so much. Honestly, I'm surprised that the the outcry hasn't made them reconsider that. Konami doesn't give a fuck. Konami does not give a flying fuck. They're like, oh, you're sad, but you're sound hills, pachinko machines. And you're like, oh. do you have to pay for the demo version that you can play? You can't get the demo anymore. No? It's gone. They wiped it. I thought there was a way for you guys, to, no. for people to get it. The though. only way to get that demo is find a PS4 that has it already installed and not updated. That's oh. the only way you can still play that game. Because they also sent out an update for it that would destroy it. Really? Yeah. They really don't want you to play it. So it's like, it's super hard to find. But why? Because they're assholes. <laughs> because, <laughs> well, but what was it about it that they just weren't about? I know it was supposed to, I know they dropped it and then they made, uh, what, Death Stranding? Uh, no, they made Metal Gear Survive. Like a fucking... Oh. They're like, you know what really makes our Metal Gear games really good? Zombies. Right, because that's trying to Kojima, not, not right, not Konami. That's after they fired Kojima. Mm. And they're like, well, we could still make good Metal Gear game. You just have to pay $10 for an extra slave slot. Mm. <laughs> fucking Konami. Man, I don't know. It's, there. It's. I mean, thank God Kojima got to make Death Stranding. And like Sony has kind of like captured him, and it's yeah. like, yes, we're just gonna give you a lot of money and just go. That game was really interesting to me too. I was really excited for that until I learned it was a walking simulator. It's. I know it's not. I yeah, know, I know. I know it's not. But you know what I mean. To the I know outside what you mean. view. To the outside view. Yeah, it's. Listen, it's not a bad game. It's not just. It's like JoJo. You know, it's like. It's not your cup of tea. It's not for everyone. It's yeah. not for everyone. It's not for everyone. Um, I mean, I watched. It's not that I didn't give it a chance because I didn't play it myself. Yeah. I thought I'd be too scared, honestly, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be too scared? Well, at first, at first, because when the first trailer came out, I'm like, oh, this looks like it'd be really creepy. Oh, yeah. When the first, you, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So I never bought it with that intention. And then I heard what everyone was saying. I'm like, well, I'm definitely not playing it now. But I watched a playthrough. Yeah. Of a good majority of it. Yeah. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. Because <laughs> like three hours and they're mostly just walking. Yeah. You know, and the story's so vague. Yeah. You know what I mean? The story. I don't know. I feel like whatever Kojima does next, you need like one person to, to simplify. Like, well, to simplify and just be like, Hideo, that's kind of stupid. <laughs> like, Yeah. You, yeah. You can't have a 45 minute cutscene. At the end of your game. <laughs> you yeah, I heard about that too. <laughs> like, you need... To, no, s- just cut it down, You literally had an anime special in that shit. Yeah, it's it crazy. Like, I get it, but like, no. Kojima, no. <laughs> That's one of those things, right? I think it's a learning experience, though. It's not a bad game. No, no, not at all. It's just I, I think it's just not what people were expecting it to be. Right. I think if you build an, you know... An expectation and then you know meet that expectation even if it's still good mm-hmm. you know what i mean it just kind of loses people yeah i don't know i've been looking i've been needing a new like horror game yeah i mean hopefully 
some of the, in- definitely the indie stuff will probably get you. Remember Outlast? <laughs> that game was fucked. Outlast 1 yeah, was fucked. That game was fucked. Outlast 2 was stupid. <laughs> it wasn't nearly as good. No. It was not nearly as good. No, I didn't really like, I, I think the, the you, whole atmosphere. Did you just... play um, Outlast, the first one? Yeah. So do you remember the groom? He, he's like the third boss, right? He's a guy who like kidnaps people and tries to make them to his bride. Yeah, and doesn't he like do weird shit to their bodies yeah. and stuff? Yeah, or he likes men, but he makes them women or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember. Him. So I actually dressed up as him for Hall One Halloween. Are you serious? And I like <laughs> would follow people in the street and be like, "Darling, come here." <laughs> oh my goodness, <laughs> uh, it was rad. And people were like, "Yo, dude, check the chill the fuck out. <laughs> chill the fuck out, man. You're freaking me out, man." Yeah, right. Um, no, I'm too real. <laughs> yeah, there's and there's a lot of different indie titles that say shit that horror niche yeah i know what happened to that hell game i forget what it's called agony is that the name oh. of it oh because it was bad <laughs> it was bad oh yeah <laughs> damn because that uh, game looked weird too yeah it was just like let's just throw a bunch of meat textures at this game and like some titties and it, there's your horror game <laughs> it's, it was kind of stupid mm. there's I wanted to go more into this for when we get closer to Halloween. Um, there's a game called Vapor. And I have never seen a game that started out so terrifying mm-hmm. and dropped the ball so hard. Really? After updates. Uh. Oh, my God. Because it was... you. Like, I didn't even know how to... It was kind of like a slender thing of like you have to collect things and bring it to a certain location. But, like, it was more of the UI and the atmosphere that got you because there would be this thing following you, like these spirits. But every time they get closer, your screen would start distorting, and like images of them or like videos of them screaming at you would like take up your screen, yeah. and you'd be super disoriented. And it's like, ah, ah, screaming at your like, oh my god, oh my god, oh, please go away, please go away. Yeah, and it just, it, it just, oh, mm. Yeah, I'll talk about that another time. Another but like, time, sure. Yeah, vapor is definitely one of those where it's like oh, you have so much potential. You mentioned JoJo's earlier. Do you have anything you want to say about JoJo's? <laughs> yes, I do. Part six trailer. Who? 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 I mean, I don't know if you want. <laughs> yeah, I'll pull it up. It's um. So part six is the newest one, and. It is also the first female JoJo, okay. Jolene Cujo, and okay. I'm so happy because like they were being teased and everything of like, all right, you know it's in production and stuff, and it's like, when is it coming out though? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so we're finally getting it, huh? We're finally getting it, and also it's coming out on Netflix too. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I'm a little scared about that, bro. Yeah, I mean, I think it's still going to come out in, like, Crunchyroll and stuff, but, like... Uh, I don't know. As long as Netflix doesn't have a part in the budget. No. God, no. I don't think so. Because they... I don't know. Some of the animation stuff they put out is really good. Yeah. And then other stuff is just so oh, I know, bad. I know. I know. So hopefully they don't ruin this. Yeah. Um... No, I think it'll, it'll probably be fine because they haven't even they haven't even added part five yet to their catalog. Well, so. that and they also know that JoJo's has such a big, oh yeah, phenomenal <laughs> fan base that yeah. if they ever try anything, oh no, yeah, 
We're already breaching disappointment because we already know some of the names are changed because of copyright because they're all band names really yeah so it's like you can't call yeah weather forecast is supposed to be weather report like the jazz group and then like um stone free is changed to stone ocean like instead of the Jimi hendrix song white snake is probably gonna be something else that really tackles copyright well, because like I thought, copyrights were specifically in the genre in which they're being trademarked. It gets finicky mm. with stuff because they're just those are just names in a show. Like, I know, not, I know they're inspired by, but it's not you know technically referencing. I don't know. I guess yeah, it's 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 a line. I mean, because like you have like, oh look, it's notorious B I G. Right? Okay, <laughs> it's yeah, like, well, yeah, it's uh, a little. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's Metallica, you know? It's like, uh, No, it's the other Metallica. Yeah, you know. And you're thinking about something else. <laughs> yeah, I mean. That's cool. It's coming in December, though. Only on Netflix. What the fuck? Really? Yeah, when Netflix does something, it's strictly on Netflix. That's really weird. Yeah, so they must have bought the rights for this season or in general. It might, I mean, I don't think it's going to be a permanent thing, at least, though. Like, mm, you never know. I think it eventually will go to the next well, one. I don't think so. Let's see how much money it makes them. And, oh. then, and then we'll see. Oh, shh. But it's no, JoJo. seriously, <laughs> I know. But like, I'm saying, let's let's see how much money they make. Because if they make a shit ton of money, that's worth them buying the license again. A hundred percent, they will, and they'll yeah. do it again. I'm surprised it's exclusive though, because like they already have the seasons on there, but that wasn't like exclusive. But rights. it's it's a contract thing. So when you, these streaming services buy licenses to hold a certain piece of material yeah. for a certain amount of time. And once that license expires, it's up for grabs again. Yeah. It's like the Netflix had The Office and they their contract ran out. And now Peacock has The Office because they bought the rights. Oh, right. Same thing with like how Netflix used to have friends. But now HBO has friends because they bought the rights for right. the license. Yeah, okay. So it's a bidding war, I think, once they release their contract. Now, I, I don't know if it's like the contract entails for them that they can only have it for a certain amount of time. And then they, they have no choice. They yeah. can't renew. I don't know all that stuff, but uh, yeah. that's how usually it works with this. That's kind the of voice stuff. actress for Jolene, by the way, the one on the right. Uh, and oh, her, her. Oh wow! And she's like, I literally have trained in voice acting just for this part. <laughs> <laughs> when it eventually came around, I was ready for it. <laughs> I was like, you go, all right. That's cool. She's living the dream. Yeah, that's so, awesome though. Get into JoJo, man. Me? Yeah. Uh, I'm literally, I am literally like the Jehovah Witness who comes knocking at the door. It's like, do you have a minute to talk about the legacy of the Joe Star family? Oh my God, I'm gonna <laughs> shut the door on you so fast. <laughs> There's no one here. <laughs> do you believe in gravity by any chance? <laughs> oh my gosh. Do you like powers that relate to time? Do you like bands from the 70s and 80s? <laughs> Do you like Biggie? <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's just too much. It's too many parts. Yeah. I mean, but look, I mean, the luckily part about JoJo is that each part can kind of stand on its own. I know. I I, I know that. But I it's know. just like, why watch or why read one and just not give a fuck about the others? Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. I know. I don't know. It's just it's like One Piece. It's like I, it's too late. One Piece is that's different. That's I, I used I used to like be on on top of it, but it just, I lost it. Like listen, JoJo's is like maybe two hundred episodes in total or three hundred. 
one in piece is like in the thousands. Like, yeah, I know it that's will, too far. It would take like five years if I watched like one. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. One piece like pretty consistently yeah. to just keep. And then by that point, there'll be another you know ton of episodes yeah, right. within that time frame. Yeah. It's yeah, like the expanding know. universe we were talking about yeah, before. Yeah, I'd have to do, like, ever-expanding. Yeah, yeah, you could never catch up. I would really have to no-life it to get into One Piece. Yeah, and I don't, I just don't care enough, I think, to do that. Speaking of no-life. Sure. I need you. <laughs> so I have discovered something recently that is amazing. Oh, boy. All right. What is it? I need you to look up a round meal. Just, like, just on Google? Yep. All right. Round meal. All right. <laughs> okay. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah. So check out the image for it. The first one? Yeah, sure. Is that Mac and Cheese? What the yeah. God's fucking name is that? Is that literally just a, a ball of Mac and Cheese? Yeah. So... But it, it looks cooked already. So it's supposed to be like a pre-packaged meat, uh, macaroni and cheese with beef. <laughs> it's amazing because look at it. It serves three men, not three people, three men. Wow. <laughs> specifically. This is the- <laughs> specifically three men. This shows the time frame in which Protein this is taking place. blasted. <laughs> <laughs> there is nothing that looks like fungus it's step so one gross. put back into pot and boil then step two take out and enjoy but that shit looks so big you know in ed and eddie the yeah fucking, the jawbreakers yeah the jawbreakers that's the size of that thing yeah so how do you put that in a pot right so apparently this has been faked is apparently it's a fake photo oh okay but temporarily because now the clock is racing. Because oh, somebody's gonna do it. Someone's gonna make this right. Eventually, it's going to happen. We live in the world where there are bagged milk and chicken that comes in a can. I would not be surprised. Eventually, it was like round meal, macaroni and meat in a plastic bag. That that's gonna sell like hotcakes in a salad. How much you want to bet? <laughs> That there's one person out there that this is like a home recipe. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Paula Dean. Where they specifically put it in a bag, in a pot, and do it just like this. And this is a tradition for these fuckers. Yeah, like. right. <laughs> I just, I love it. It's like. Oh my goodness. What is this? I don't even want to look at it anymore. I don't like This that. is my favorite food. I, I should have brought it up last week, but this is clearly my favorite <laughs> That's my worst food. <laughs> no way, dude. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. How's your week? <laughs> my week is chill. Um, I've just been, you know, drawing, working on stuff, working on uh, a mu- my music issue. Oh yeah. Yeah, I can't wait for that to be over so I can finally talk about it. <laughs> How about just release it? How about? <laughs> well, I'm gonna do that. Also, I'm gonna. Uh, we're talking to the same individual that bought. <laughs> um, well, you know, what's his face? Fucking cyberpunk. Yeah. Um, we're talking on Saturday to work. I think we out. name dropped him over a couple of times. Already. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it matters, but yeah. whatever. Just for the sake of it. Yeah. But um, yeah, we're talking about it on Saturday. Okay. So hopefully we'll get that through. Um, Been drawing a lot. I just showed you my first GIF. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was, all right. It came out all right. It was pretty good, though. 
Yeah, I think the physics on the cape and hair are, are decent. Yeah. Animation's hard. Yeah. I mean, I can only, I mean, plus with my program, with the, with the version that I have, yeah. I can only make, a, like, a second clip. <laughs> so I don't really have a lot of leeway. Um, but I thought it was cool and stuff like that. And Nothing much. I haven't been really been playing games that much. I just haven't had the time, mm. really. I've been... I, I started... Uh, me and my friend started watching Gundam Unicorn. Oh. Uh, I had seen it, like, a couple years back. And I, I was trying to get all my friends on it because I thought it was so good. And finally, since we've been like, because we, we, we do Gumpla, right? So we do model kits right, and right, Gundams right. and stuff. And um, he's into it as well. So we're kind of on a Gundam craze right now. Yeah. So I was like, this is an opportunity, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, screw it. So I went ahead and I sh- we watched the first episode, man. I forgot how beautiful it looked. Yeah. Like the 2017 version, man. Mm-hmm. Damn. You know, if you like Gundam stuff, you should watch SSS Gridman. What is that? Is it's like Ultraman? Okay. Stuff, but um, uh, it's by Studio Trigger, and it is not. I mean, it's not quite Gundam, but it's kind of like that old. It it feels like the very old retroy feel, both anime. But what's cool about Gundam is that it's future and retro at the same time. Like there's parts of it, you know. Yeah, and you really get like from Unicorn itself, the 2017 one, Gundam UC. Mm. You get like this 90s anime feel, but with modern animation. Okay. Yeah. So it feels like one of those shows that the character designs are like mm. that. The, the like you know the, the world and like the suits yeah, feel yeah. like that right but the damn animation is crazy oh and they account like for the g-force and like they make it really you know and oh, moving okay. in there yeah, stuff yeah. it's crazy i like it yeah. a lot it's like very it seems real it seems real like mm. realistic you yeah. know now gridman does more of the old movies like the Ultraman movies where everyone's in costume sort of thing yeah yeah like because they're all the monsters and Gridman himself is like they move around like if, if they're like in costume sort of thing <laughs> so the monsters kind of have like a derpiness to yeah them. it's yeah. really cool um Ultraman, yeah i've never got into like gundam stuff you should all right so i, would I just s- know i've only heard though that gundam seed is really bad that's all i've heard oh, seed um well there's different versions of seed as well i heard both are bad <laughs> yeah they're not all good um i would start one of my favorite ones that got me into it in the first place was Gundam Double O. Okay. That's like my all-time favorite. Yeah. And it's cool because there's like different Gundam timelines. Mm-hmm. The main one is the Universal Century one. Yeah. Which is part of Unicorn in general and all that other stuff like the predates. Right. Uh, but Double O is on its own. An individual correlates to nothing else. So you don't need to know anything else. Right. It's the same thing with Iron Blooded Orphans too, which is another really good one. I've heard IBO. I, yeah, I've heard of that one. That one's probably like a. That's I feel like that's your vibe. Mm. IBO. You IBO. would really like that a lot. All right, add it to the list. <laughs> mm-hmm. how, how how long is your list? Ah, uh, stupid long. You're not gonna get to it. <laughs> it's gonna be ten I mean, years from now. Because <laughs> like some things. Let's see. My hero is. Kind you of, don't need to watch my hero. I know. I just like you don't it. need to watch it. It sucks. It is nuts. The the season is terrible, man. It's not that bad. You're bugging, bro. This season is terrible. It's awful. <laughs> it's the biggest disappointment. 
it's the biggest disappointment. I was the most hyped for this season, and I'm so fed up with this season, man. <laughs> I dropped it. Wow. And I love I love my hero. I read I read the manga every day. Every what, do you, what do you not like about it? What's going on? Oh, dude. Fuck. All right. So let's <laughs> uh -oh. let's start. All right. Let me get my let me sit up real quick. Uh oh. First of all, all mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. The class A versus class B arc was the most <laughs> <laughs> arc of the whole manga. In in the manga, I was like, oh, can this be over, man? Yeah. The only exciting thing was was seeing um Shinso. And seeing that Deku had multiple quirks. Yeah. That was the only exciting thing about the whole arc. The rest of it, I could throw away. I don't even need it. Yeah, okay. I don't give a flying shit okay. about anyone in Class B. Okay. I don't. I don't okay, care. Okay, okay. I don't care. I don't care, Michael. All right. <laughs> Second, and this is the worst offense of all, is that they cut the My Villain Academia arc. They cut, Is it cut? They cut that arc. No. Yep. Like, is it confirmed cut, or is it just yeah, moved no, around? They, it should have been right afterwards. They showed a little clip of Shigaraki laughing all damaged up and with the whole destroyed city. Yeah. And then they blipped right to when they're interning with Endeavor. And they referenced what happened... Like they did in the internship arc because the internship arc took place after, mm. but they bridged the gap. And you want to know why? Why? Because the movie that's coming out takes place within the time frame of the internship arc. And if they didn't do the internship arc, the movie wouldn't make sense. Yep. Oh. But here's not only. Oh, oh, it's oh, not over. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. I could forgive it. Because they said they were going to do it at the end. Well, that's what I was thinking, yeah. Right? At first, they said... I At first, it wasn't clear. And I was like, oh, fuck, dude. We're going to have to wait another season? Yeah. Really? You know, for this arc, really? Right, right. You know? And then I was thinking, all right, maybe because this arc is very dark and mm. it sets up the war and the dark tone yeah. that, to come, right? Yeah. So maybe they think it'll be better to do that arc and then get into the war. And right. it's like all strict, right? Yeah. I'm like, in that mindset... Fine, right. right? But no, no, because they're not doing that. They were supposed to put it at the end, right? Mm -hmm. There's some things that happen in the My Villain Academia arc, right? That you're like, oh, are they alive? Oh, what the what the hell's happening? Like, oh yeah, I know, yeah, yeah, right. It's great, and they spoil it in the anime. They show a round table of all the League of Villains members with the Paranormal Liberation Front or whatever they were called prior. Yeah. And you see the people who were supposedly like in trouble in the previous arc, fine. So any suspense that you would have had during the My oh. Villain Academia arc is completely gone. Oh. The whole point of that arc being amazing yeah. was that you didn't know what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then to top it all off... There's only so many fucking episodes in a season, right? Right. So they did the my the the class A versus class B arc. Now they're doing the internship arc, which I don't think they're even done with yet, right? Um, and you want want to know why they're not done with it? Because they're adding anime original filler, <gasps> which is not something that they're new to doing. But we're getting close to that 
end of the season time frame. Yeah. And they're not done with the Endeavor arc. They haven't even really started the Endeavor arc because they still haven't gotten to the dinner with the family or any of the history. They did the dinner with the family, though. Did they do the dinner already? Mm. Maybe I dropped it, so maybe I don't know. Yeah, the dinner (laughs) with the family is done, and then the the road villain, they, they was, like, obsessed with him. They did that part, too. With the one that, that where they saved him instead of Endeavor? Yeah. They did that already? Mm-hmm. No way. The one of the crazy, when his son gets captured? Yeah, they did that already? Yeah. Well, I dropped it, like I said, right? Because yeah. I was pissed. <laughs> so maybe, all right, I retract my statement. All right, so they were pretty much getting close, right? Yeah. But instead of starting, even so, my point is valid. Because instead of starting the my villain academia arc so they can have the most episodes to flesh it out, they're doing filler. Why? They want to, why? Because they, they don't think they could end the My Villain Academia arc, like, you know, like, on schedule. It just feels like they're not going to leave enough episodes. Ah, uh, I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? They're not going to leave enough episodes to really flesh it and make it look good. Or it just feels like it's going to be rushed because they had these other things in there involved. Mm. And like I said, I mean, this is, the suspense is gone. Yeah. I mean, it was never for me there because I already had that experience, right? But there's a lot of people who only watch the anime. And if they only watch the anime, well, number one, they're going to be confused. They were they're worried about people being confused for a movie, which the whole populace of the fan base will not see. Yeah, you know what I mean. But for the season that most likely people will tune into, it's so confusing for people. In that regard, you know what I mean. You uh, see this one ten second clip of Shigaraki, and then it's never mentioned again until they show that part where they're all on a table. Yeah, like. They're going to be like, who are these people? Who is Reed Destro? Yeah. You know what I mean? They show Reed Destro. Yeah, I know. But they're like, who, the f- <laughs> who is that guy? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. n- nobody knows. It's just so ridiculous. I don't know why they did it like this, man. Ah, oh, man, it hurts my fucking... Nah, I don't know. They could have just done the My Villain Academia arc first. Yeah, I don't know. They could have just done that first. And then gone into the... You know, the class A versus class B. Yeah. I guess. I know it's weird, but they could have done that instead or something, you know? Because then the internship arc would have finished off into the movie. Yeah, I wonder if it's a tone thing. <sighs> I don't know, man. They'll probably say it's a tone thing. I don't know. Like, they're going to pull, like, an Attack on Titan season four where everything just goes dark, dark. <laughs> I mean, well, it does, though. Well, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, the thing. Yeah. It does go dark, dark. So, it still it, is. It probably just lead. It'd be like a flashback sequence of, like, how did we get here? I hope, I hope not. I it, hope it's not a flashback sequence. I hope it's not. Well, I mean, it is a flashback because it's, you know, yeah. it's already happened in that time frame. But, yeah. ugh, I don't know. I'm pissed. I, I was just really excited for, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was, after the Class A versus Class B arc, I'm not going to lie to you, my hero was, I was bored. Yeah. I really was. It I sucks because, su- like, the manga was going ham. And you're like, all right, and the anime, oh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. I'm just I just want to get to the war because that's when I re- oh man, because like always before the um the class A versus class B arc, the gentle arc. Yeah, man, gentle was a cool character and all. Yeah, and like I'm not disrespecting that time frame. Yeah, but I was I wasn't the most engaged. Well, it was like an in between because like, it was the school festival. It was like there's chapters of that that I didn't care about. Well, you it was know? like it was a it was a lighthearted moment after the overhaul right it was no i i know but i'm saying and then going in the class a versus class b yeah and that like all right so for people in the anime that was a couple episodes right for the manga readers that was weeks 
yeah weeks <laughs> you know what i mean not just a couple episodes i'm talking about a couple chapters yeah. you know what i mean like 10 15 20 chapters was the class a versus class b arc i um maybe off my head i don't remember but i don't remember it had to be right because at least 10 I at see. least 10 right yeah that's 10 weeks of that instead of three weeks you know what i mean so i was like getting a little <laughs> with the series and then they they he threw out the my villain academia arc and i've been on the train ever since again you know what i mean mm-hmm. it's been nothing but hype so i just want to get to that that place yeah i know Ugh, i right. don't know that's okay Ugh, what do you um Speaking of anime in general, since we're here, mm. right? I'll, I'll, I don't know if there's going to be any updates. Maybe you can tell me. Um, but Crunchyroll and Funimation merger, question mark. Yeah. So recently, Sony has finally purchased Crunchyroll from AT&T, which sh- I'm still surprised AT&T had an anime. I did not even know that. Right? It's weird, right? What a, uh, what a weird fucking company to yeah. have that. But good for them. I had kind of respect. <laughs> Unless it was... I mean, they probably didn't do shit. They probably just owned it. Whatever. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, and now people have been asking questions now of like... Is Control well, gone? Funimation licenses? Funimation, I think, is the one heading out the door. Because Funimation was purchased for like 100, $115 million. Crunchyroll was purchased for like $1.5 billion. That's true, and I'm like, because Crunchyroll is more popular. It's like the mm-hmm. more, like more recognizable name. Well, they also have more licenses than Funimation does. Yeah, and has a player that actually works. <laughs> I don't know anything about Funimation. People like, keep in on terms compla- of the player. Keep on complaining about the Crunchyroll player, but ever yeah. since it updated to HTML5, I have had no problems with it. Really? I think everyone's just being a fucking loser. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean that's that's not surprising. Like before, yeah, I can I'd be like, yeah, no, Crunchyroll has a problem, but like, it's been a good year and a half of like. I've had no problems with it. I think they finally have a good system going. I don't know. I mean, it's just... I mean, they acquired Crunchyroll, though, so it's kind of weird for Crunchyroll to be the dominant force. I mean, I don't know. Again, this... You know what I mean? Yeah. If they were smart, they would leave it as is. I think this... I don't know if they're going to do the thing of transition all the Funimation stuff into Crunchyroll and then kind of phase Funimation out. Like slowly, so yeah. it's not weird. Yeah, because I don't think they would shove Crunchyroll under Funimation because, like, not everyone. Like I said, Crunchyroll is the more like well-known name. Well, unless they just transfer everyone to Funimation, it's like you know they make like a hybrid site or something, like a new site. Yeah, but again, that's a, but that's a new site. Like, but it's just like I don't know. It's like when you do an acquisition. It's like if I. If I bought your company, right? Yeah. Your company is now my company. Right. So I wouldn't buy your company and now your and now my company is your company. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I mean So I agree with you, they could fizzle it out. It's just that's what I'm saying. I don't think off the rip that's how it'll be. No, you know? No, absolutely not. It'll be a nightmare. Um I I I I've it could possibly be like they I mean both could technically still keep going. Which would just be kind of stupid. But at the same time, they were the only two competitions. Mm, kind, they're the big ones. What other ones? I don't even know if any There's other ones. Verve. But Verve is... Oh, Verve, right. But isn't Verve adjacent to Crunchyroll? They literally have the same UI in terms of the player. Uh, it's the same web player. Kind of. 
I don't remember. It's literally <laughs> the same web player, and they have all of the same content. It's literally the same okay, thing. Okay, all right. I'm pretty sure Crunchyroll owns Verve. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Um, oh, I remember actually. I've used it. I've used it before. Yeah. And it has the same ad rolls. It has the same. Everything's the same. It's, it's a different layout, but the yeah. web player itself is, yeah. and and the arsenal is literally the same. Yeah, it seems like it's it's the same company. I mean, I think the the only good part of this, if this if Funimation stuff goes to Crunchyroll, I would be happy because it's, it's like the parents are coming back together. <laughs> well, that's the thing, right? Is that certain like I think it's it's a, to the benefit because like. Dragon Ball is a Funimation license, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, just for an example, right? Right. Like, you know what I mean? All those type of things now can go on Crunchyroll and not have a problem. You know, it's like, it's better for the people. Yeah, I think so. You can I get mean, everything on one site now as opposed to... I mean, people are a little bit concerned because it's like, in the West now, Sony is kind of like the big anime monopoly. Yeah. But it's not like they... But they, I mean, honestly, credit to them. Because they've been pushing out these English movie, like these English releases in America, like way faster. Hmm. Honestly, I can't recall a time. Like I remember when, like, oh, I'm trying to think of one of the early anime movies that might have come out in America recently. Let's just say, let's just say, let's say Nar- one of the Naruto movies, right? Just okay. for an example, okay. just off the rip because they're old, right? Yeah, that movie took it would. Movies like when those movies used to come out, right? Yeah. Would take about like six plus months to have an American release. Oh, yeah. And now it's like within the same time frame. Yeah. And they're usually Funimation that handle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So credit to them to a degree because like at the same time they're bringing us content. Yeah. Much faster. Like now when an anime movie comes out, I'm expecting that the US release will come around the same time frame. Happened with Demon Slayer, the Dragon Ball new movies, and those are the only ones that are popular that come out here. You know what I mean? Even yeah. the My, even the My Hero movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think th- to credit to them to a degree for that. Yeah, that definitely. You know, so in that way, it's beneficial. I don't. What is the problem with Sony being the proprietor for that? Well, it's kind of like the Disney problem of like you have one company in charge of, of everything. everything. Is that? I don't know. I I get. What, but Disney doesn't. It doesn't really have a. Mon- yes, it does. <laughs> they own everything. <laughs> Do they own everything? A, a, they own a good chunk of franchises and stuff. Like they own a lot of things. Well, because think about it, they acquired Fox, and that was like a whole section of movies That's and true. TV. I guess I'm just thinking like, about Marvel characters, but no, Fox made other movies. Yeah, they own a lot. Disney owns a lot of stuff. You can hear the Isengard theme in the background. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I guess like I think about it in a different way because I don't know. There's other companies still in the movie scene. Yeah, I mean, in terms of like, I mean. It's not like the area thing is completely gone. It's just, I don't know. It's you. It's always a little bit concerning because then there's always that possibility of like they have a license but don't do anything with it, sort of thing. That, that's true too, right? Like they have other projects. That I mean, fo- they have too much, so they can't focus on everything. Think about how long it took for Evangelion to be re-released, and I was on Netflix. Yeah, and then true. they still like it's a botched uh version of it 
Yeah, I get what you're saying. I mean, it's too late now, right? At this point anyway, though. Well, there's always, you know, the Seven Seas way, the uh, pirate anime. <laughs> oh. There's always that option. Not Diane Dorset, just in case for future references. <laughs> in case, you know, like my favorite streaming service for anime Crunchyroll would love to sponsor this podcast. I would, I wouldn't endorse pirating. No, I would watch it on my favorite streaming service, Crunchyroll. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll just have to see what happens, I guess. Yeah, we will see. Uh, I finally watched Castlevania. Yes! <laughs> finally! I, I finished it, rather, I should say. Finally! Oh, yes! <laughs> I know. It took me a while, man. It took me a while to get through season three. Season three is uh, rough around the edges. Yeah. That's the way of putting it. Yeah. All right. So let's run it down, right? Mm. Season one, godlike. Yeah. Right? Godlike yeah. start. I mean... I don't know. It was just something. It, like, it captivated you from the beginning, right? Yeah. It wasn't your standard Dracula story or like vampire story. Well, it's a shame we did not bring this up on the villains podcast. But Dracula, Dracula is such a good villain. He is. He's the perfect sympathetic villain ever. Well, not ever, but like he's really good <laughs> of all time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think Dracula's character is interesting because it's like what age and hardship does to a, an individual, right? Well, or what was, love does to an individual. What love does and, like, because the whole thing with people who have not seen it, which, why you should go watch it right now. Like, my mom watched Castlevania. You can watch Castlevania. It's really good. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, The thing was, like, Dracula... Gets uh, meets this human named Lisa, who wants to learn about all the sciences that he has, and the it's kind of like a Beauty and the Beast type, kind of right. And um, and they fall in love, and like being with her had makes him more human, made him a a better person, made him a better person. He wanted to be a better person, yeah. And then <laughs> good old things happen. <laughs> They kill her. They kill her. The church. They burn her her. alive. Yeah, because she accuses her of being a witch. Yeah, and that sets off Dracula. He he gives them a year to get the freak out. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna just murder this country. Yeah, if you're if you're still here in a year, it's it's it's, and it's war. Being the church to ignore that (laughs) for a year and just having a celebration on the day, (laughs) the anniversary, and he's like, so you guys in uh. Pay attention to that. All right. Fuck you. Here's some demons. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it gets wrecked. That yeah. It tar- gets pretty. And then you get introduced to your main cast. Yeah. You know, Trevor Belmont, the one of the last monster hunters. Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Cypher. Cypher. Um, a magician and speaker, as they say. Yeah. And then Alucard, the son of Dracula. Right. And they become this ragtag team. Uh, just trying to take down Dracula. And it's cool because you have like, between season one and season two, you have all these kind of like subplots for power mm-hmm. within the vampire, you know, culture yeah, and, the and whole, beyond that. Because Dracula expands his plans. Like, I'm just going to murder the entirety of humanity. Right? Yeah. I'm just going to erase everything. 
And so he calls this covenant of vampire leaders from all over the world to like become his generals. And but the, like, the problem is like some of them aren't about that because then they'll have nothing to feed on if there's no humans. Well, yeah, well, because the, they start realizing that Dracula's plan is really flawed because it's like, what are we eating? And he's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Because he doesn't care at this point. Little That's the thing. God brand. Insignificant God brand. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those things. You see like all these power dynamics shift and it, it, I don't know. They introduce characters that are super likable and um well i mean from the main cast trevor is my guy someone um the overly stochastic productions put this into very good perspective dracula and trevor are the same people they are people who've been kind of betrayed by humanity and are been living out these rugged lives and just hating everything the thing is uh, trevor grows and learns to trust people again while Dracula stays the same, the same, and doubles down, mm-hmm. and that kind of becomes like the clash. The clash, yeah. Um, it's always kind of been Trevor's story. Yeah, um, he's the first one you're introduced to, right? Or is it Alucard? I forget. Well, technically, Alucard in a f- scene because he fights Dracula. That's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. That's what I remember. But it's very yeah. brief, like yeah, but it wasn't like a real introduction to yeah, him, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's it was, the first two seasons were really good, you know, in general. Every, I think every character was just good. Like I don't think there was a single character where I was just like, why are they here? And the action scenes. Oh, buddy, yeah, those that animation was crispy. clean. Oh crispy. man, so good. And then season three came. Now. Before you say anything, because okay. I know you're about to defend it, I can feel it. You went, <laughs> you went, right? <laughs> All right. Um, it wasn't terrible. No, it just dragged out. Yeah, I know. I mean, I would lot. agree with that. I agree with that. Um, a lot of the episodes felt kind of run on. Yeah. To me. Yeah, I can agree. And I was just like, it took me a really long time to finish, mm-hmm. and it was just one of those things where I got bored. Because they were giving a lot of exposition, but I felt in in a needless kind of way, mm-hmm. right? I felt honestly it paid off at the end. Yes, I will agree. Yeah, but the problem for me with the ending is that I didn't even realize that we were at the ending. Oh, okay. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I was like, man, this is really epic. I'm like, this seems like a finale, and I was like, oh, it is the finale. <laughs> And that's because the rest of the episodes were so drawn on. Right. I felt like the, the rest, because there wasn't really, a, there wasn't a main conflict with like the main group. Yeah. They all had their own separate conflicts that they were dealing with so, at the same time. So in season two, you are introduced to a lot of characters, right? You have the main trio of Alucard, Trevor, and Cypher. Um, you have. The remaining generals of the remaining Dracula's army. generals, which are two humans named Isaac and Hector. And they go ahead because one of them still supports Dracula and the other one betrays him. Mm-hmm. And he starts allying with another vampire named Carmilla. And once the whole end of season two happens, Carmilla basically kidnaps Hector and takes her back to her kingdom. And Isaac gets outcasted into a desert somewhere. Yeah. And so by season three, you are following, and then also 
Alucard stays in the castle and Cypher and Trevor leave. Yeah, because Tre- Trevor and Cypher end up together and they go on their own back- adventures. Yeah, own adventures. And Alucard is behind to keep track and protect Dracula's castle, which right. had a lot of magic and different things. Right. And um, you you kind of get like, at you can see at the end of season two, like the ending scene is like Alucard by himself, like crying. Yeah. Right. You know. Yeah. And um, you kind of get this whole. You find like that's their his arc. Mm-hmm. We're trying to escape like this lonely cycle that he's in, right? Right. And then you see the two rack. It seemed like the thing about Trevor and Cipher felt it felt like they didn't really like they didn't really contribute. Does that make sense to to season three or yeah? Like they were there and they were present in the story, but it could have like almost gone the same way without them. Like I in, felt like you know in season three, the only arc I was really actually caring about was Isaac. I, I was about to say we have to talk about Isaac. Isaac is so cool. <laughs> yeah, dude. He it's interesting to see his character change. Yeah. Cause he was like after season two when Dracula was killed and like the whole plan was yeah. right. He went on like this vengeance arc, right? Where right. he's gonna fuck everybody. <laughs> right? Yeah, he's like, I got Carmilla and Hector's names on a board and I'm just gonna take those fuckers down. Yeah, he's got the death note ready. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and you kind of see him like explore the world, yeah, and like it's it's kind of interesting, right? Because people always like say, "I want to travel and, and learn about culture and like have it change yeah. me," right? But it really does. He traveled the whole world, talked to different sorts of people, yeah, and kind of grew in, into an individual. Yeah. So when he originally starts out, he's like a devotee of um, uh, blah blah. Wow, words. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac is a devotee of like a Dracula. And it's like, I'm going to die for you. I would do anything for you. Yeah. Simp. And yeah, <laughs> Dracula, like, considers him his only friend. And because of that, he, like, ex- exiles him before the fight happens at the castle. Mm-hmm. So Isaac is, like, creating an army of demons. And it's like, we're going to march back and we're going to fucking wreck those traitors. He was uh, following Dracula's dream. Right. And with him talking to people and, like, he starts realizing that not all humans are evil. Like he does meet some humans who like fight him because yeah. he's got like a demon army following him. It's Which like, is so cool, right? He's yeah. walking in the city with this huge army and everyone's just like, okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think like, cause he travels on a boat with a captain at one point. I remember. And a captain's like, well, what about your own story? Like what, what's the tale of Isaac? Right. And he's like, Hmm what about me? Like, what do I, I want sort of thing. And that became, he starts seeing his philosophy shift to being less selfless and more about what his own interests are. I think he took like a hard look at reality. Yeah. Cause even in the end he was like, he was telling, he was talking to Hector and he was yeah. like, we have to take a look at ourselves and, and realize that Dracula's way of doing things may have not been the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. For such a devotee, like you said, and for someone who worships Dracula, to come to that realization in a positive way right. is like, wow. You yeah, know? he was... I mean, also, outside of like... When he spared Hector, dude... That, that blew my like, mind. Development. <laughs> yeah, <I was> like, <laughs> you know wow. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was cr- It was just... Yeah. Insane. Isaac was definitely MVP of the la- la- I mean, l- later half seasons. Even, latter half seasons. Like, 
outside of even just character development, he was just so cool. <laughs> like he and the Carmilla fight was rad as was shit. Was rad as shit. And like even with Legion, like the whole city. That was, wing demon thing was sick in that oh, last fight though. How yeah. it was like his ward. I thought that was so dope, man. They had yeah. a ward that was like um, super badass and like always around him, protected yeah. him and everything. Even at the end when she exploded and he yeah. like I was like, how did he survive? Yeah. I was like it was epic, man. Epic. Very cool. Very cool. Very nice. Very, Very nice. cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm, I feel I, like season three was a setup for season four. Which, but I don't like setups. Man. I'm sorry. I know. I don't like when, I don't, I I don't like when they dedicate a whole, it's like when Avengers 2 came out. When we talked about that, how that was like a setup film and mm. I wasn't really into it. Yeah. Because they dedicated the whole film to setup. Right. And I know in the grand scheme, it makes sense, right? It's just it takes know, me a while because it's just a setup. I'm like, ugh. Like, I feel like setups like that could be condensed. It doesn't have to be, or it could be underlying. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't have to be like so in your face like that. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think also the issue was there was a lot of subplot things happening. Yeah, they had the. I I think it was alright. You know, with hindsight, you know, yeah. and looking at it as a whole. Yeah. I think it was a smart play. It was a safe but smart play right. because they had so many different plots. Yeah, you, you know, to to not, I guess they they wrapped them they wrapped them up pretty well in season three, so that season four made a lot of sense. Right, and it it felt like it was a a natural progression. Right, which I think is what they were going for. So I mean, I can't tell them a different way that would have been better at the moment in time. So I can say like you know I'm I'm okay with what they did I guess. In the yeah. End. Um. I just like the only satisfying thing was the end of Alucard's arc <laughs> of like he he brings in his two humans because they want to take down like an empire a vampire sort of thing yeah and they betray him and like <laughs> he, at the end he basically has become like Dracula he like he puts him on post outside that for, was gnarly that was like oh fuck <laughs> like what did he say about his dad he was like uh for my dad, or was he like, you know, uh, cheers to my dad or something before he did it? I forget. Do you um, remember? I don't remember off the top of my head. Hi, buddy. Co's on the table now. If you hit the stop button, I'm going to... This feels like deja vu. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Why do you do this, Co? Why do you touch things? He just wants to be a part of the podcast. Okay, man. you can be a part of the podcast from there. Let's set up, let's set up a mic for him. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> what did you think about castlevania yeah <laughs> uh, yeah i mean the ending scene was so fire season three the last few the last like two oh, episodes yeah. were oh, so yeah. amazing and we can't we had to talk about my man jermaine jermaine <laughs> that character arc was crazy too that one did that one blindsided me <laughs> like, it blindsided me too that he would be that like the main villain at the end yeah. kind of because like at the end of season three, he like, because the whole feel of Jermaine is like he's trying to find his lost one, who's in this place called the Infinite Corridor, which is like a, it's like a world where you can open different doors to, to different dimensions. Right? Yeah, right. You different universes. Big old warp tunnel. Yeah. Um, and this one demon that Isaac summoned a while ago is rampaging in this town and has the ability to open the portal. And this cult was trying to harness his power to bring back Dracula. And uh, Trevor and Cypher defeat everyone. And, like, while the portal's open, 
Jermaine is able to open the infinite corridor and he leaps in. He's like, I'll be fine. I'll close the portal. You guys leave at me. And I thought I was like, all right, say you, Jermaine. Yeah. It's nice knowing you. And then he shows up in season four. And I was like, how did you get out? What are you doing here? And Where's your have, jacket? <laughs> and they have like the whole back lore. Oh, my happened. God. And yeah, he goes down. He can't. He doesn't find his uh, girlfriend, I guess. And but he finds this hooded figure. Wait, let's let's refrain, okay? Okay, back. Because he can actually manipulate the corridor where he can go into the corridor. He can't control the corridor once he's in it. Right. So he's always been able to go in it. Well, he um, he's because he's gone in it a few times. It's not, not in season three. It's only he was able able to afterwards because of the key. But he's been in it before. He had dreams of it, remember? And he's also been in it, obviously, well, he's been because... been in it once. He's been in it once, and that's when he lost his wife? Yeah. Okay, maybe I'm misremembering. But then he's had... But he was... He's. I feel like there's been scenes where he's been in there before. He just said he can't control it. Like, he sees, like... Because when he first... When they show the flashback of him going in there when, after end of season three, he's yeah. like, where is it? Where is it? You know, because well, he's he looking can't, for... Yeah, he can't control it either. Yeah. But like he can't also open it. That's he can't open it either. Okay, that demon wrong, was man. the thing that opened it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it was a demon. Yeah. Right. It's only then when he gets the key that, that he can actually like open it and control the doors and everything yeah. like that. It's it's interesting. It's kind of he does an act of good at the end too, right? Because he saves Trevor. Yeah. And it's like it's interesting, like his how his art came full circle because he was manipulated. I feel you feel bad for him to a degree because he was this genuinely good person for the most yeah, part, but he had like could, this little dark side that was manipulated. Well, you see him as he gets down the rabbit hole of like he kills someone. It's like, why couldn't you help me? Why was I just needed this thing? He has like a victim complex or something. Like he yeah. was the, he was in the wrong for that. Yeah. Um, you know, it happens. When you're manipulated by the greatest villain of the series, Varney, my boy. I know, right? <laughs> you don't know who the fuck I am. I'm Varney, Varney of London. <laughs> I knew something had to be up with him, right? Because I I love this first introduction. He's on the top of the bell tower where, uh, while uh, Trevor and Cypher are killing his like underlings. Underlings. He's like, "Is that a fucking Belmont?" <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and a speaking musician. What? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so cool because he's introduced as this like drunkard sleazeball, like joke of a vampire. Joke of a vampire. Like he has a sidekick who's like, I'm a better vampire than you. He's you're. like Soviet. Or you know, he has like, like that Russian yeah, accent. Yeah, he's like, I fucking kill people all the time. And all I the time. It. I'm vampire. I am I'm perfect. <laughs> you know? And you're like, yeah, why? Who the fuck is Varney? Varney? Like, yeah. And he keeps on like, he keeps popping up everywhere. And it's yeah. like, he starts talking to Jermaine. He tries to contact Isaac, who's kind of like, nah. <laughs> yeah, <blocks> right. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, why is he's like, uh, you know me, you know Varney. And it's like, like, it's like that character who thinks they're famous. And he's like, you remember me? Like, it's me. And you're like, everyone's like, who are you again? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like one of those situations, but then. But then it's like, oh. ah, Jermaine, you have been a joy to me from the very start. And you're like, huh, okay. And it's like, <laughs> you know me. We've been with each other for a while now. And it's like, he shifts 
he turns into the lady from inside the corridor. The corridor, and you're like, "Hold up, what's going on? Wait who, a minute." Who told them to do all the bad things in the first yeah. place? Yeah, and then he shifts again, and it's fucking death. Yeah, <laughs> the Grim Reaper. And you're like, like, "What?" Whoa. <laughs> and he's a vampire, and it's like it's crazy. Oh, because people who weren't aware of the games. Like, they had no idea. Like, people who are aware of the games are like, okay, cool, you have Dracula, but, like, Death is basically, like, the right-hand man. Where is he? He's been four seasons. And, he, surprise, there he is. Yeah, right? And it's, I think, go back to season three. Death was manipulating everything. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like, kind of the, the whole series. You know, well, yeah, actually, yeah. Um, But... You remember in season three when Isaac arrives to the slave city and mm-hmm. there's that one magician lady outside? Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm so sure that's death. You think it's Varney? I'm so sure of it. Like, because it's like, why are you like, it just seems too coincidental of like you're outside a city and you're like, you're kind of nudging Isaac to like, oh, yeah, yeah no, go, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Like, and like, you also have the hood and stuff. you're just like, mm, I'm like yeah the plays right it's kind of shout out to trevor though right because i feel like after seasons four's finale he pretty much could have soloed the whole series oh yeah well in terms of like him like you know what i mean though he beat death he well that was a mutual destruction if if Jermaine did not intervene like well he, he would have died too he was so dead oh 100% but i'm just saying that he one human alone was able to like you know defeat such an entity well yeah cheat daggers <laughs> yeah but still you know what i mean it's yeah. just kind of nuts that fight was rad as shit it was too. rad as fuck oh my dude. god like the scythe just slicing through the buildings and just a gust wind pressure from the side swing is flying Trevor across. You're like, oh my god. Yeah, because he's so massive. At yeah. the same time, he's like the biggest one. He's like a kaiju vampire, like compared to all <laughs> the other ones, you know. Yeah, that design was also. I love that. Design. Yeah, it was so cool. The way uh, he looks, a skeleton, like you're my boy here. Well, of course, yeah. That's why he's my favorite. <laughs> also, I love because a lot of interpretations of death kind of make him like this proper like i have been here for many years and mm-hmm. i know but <laughs> this version is such, such a sleaze bag a toxic gamer <laughs> yeah he's like isn't that pretty fucked up or what <laughs> so he's a troll he's such an asshole like <laughs> he's fighting trevor and he not, and trevor gets knocked out like he's on the floor and he tries getting up and he's stomach he's like oh he fell down oh <laughs> like, i know it's such just an ass because like, he's so confident oh yeah like he did, like people were like, he did not have to reveal himself to Jermaine and the plan still would have happened, but he was just like, nah. <laughs> so, I know, seriously. He just wanted to show off pretty much. It's it's interesting. I, It ended really cool. I'm kind of sad that it's over. Yeah, it sucks. But like, there's a spinoff coming, you know, we might. Is there? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, we were talking about it. Oh, well, podcast episode two, I think. <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Yeah. So there's a spinoff sequel thing happening oh, oh shit um i hope it's gonna do with simon now yeah the real mbv of this and also because by the end of season four right you know, all the gang gets back together they fight death and because he jeff was trying to bring dracula back along along with his wife in one body and 
Jermaine was like, oh yeah, it's the ultimate alchemy dream, like to make a Rebus or like a hermaphrodite yeah. creature. And that can control the corridor. And then Def's like, well, no, he's just going to go insane and just murder a bunch of people. That's yeah. what I really want him for. And they stop him, but Dracula and Lisa manage to enter That's, the real world. And, and their own bodies. And their own bodies. And my favorite thing of this whole series is when Dracula and Lisa return, they go to an inn and just chill. Yeah. And it's my favorite thing because you have all these people during a series trying to bring Dracula back. It's like, our great leader, he's going to restart the mission. And I'm like, it, you were seeing right here, he just, he just needed Lisa and he's fine. Like he's... Seriously, right? Like he was not going to do any of that. Right. If they brought both of them back. Yeah, he was just... They're in the end and it's like, we should travel, you know? Yeah, <laughs> like, we should just like, you know... Go on a vacation. I feel been, bad we stole these clothes. We should give something back to those people. <laughs> we, were on, we were in hell for like, I don't know, like a year. <laughs> you know, we yeah. deserve this. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, that's fantastic. It's such an irony of like yeah. the biggest bad of them all. Is actually like, alive again. But it's alive just again, but not like, going to do anything. Yeah. Because it's not, it's not what he wanted. And poor Alucard. Uh, that was... <laughs> His face when the Rebus is coming about. He's just like... <gasps> I know. He's like, oh my God. Again? I have to do this again? <laughs> I know. Seriously. I know. They really they really wanted to lay it thick. Going but. back to season two, the fight with Dracula, right? Also, first off, coolest fight ever. So rad. Yeah, right. My favorite thing is Trevor punching Dracula and just not doing anything. anything. It's like, oh, so you're the Belmont. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um... But at the end, where like he fro, he's fist fighting with Alucard, and he throws him into his old childhood room, mm-hmm. and Draco comes in, and then he kind of deflates. It's like, oh my god, what am I doing? Well, he had a, like it was like a snap of reality. Yeah, he was like, I'm murdering my kid. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what am I doing? And he's like, I must already be dead then. Like, yeah, I was just like, like, oh man. Yeah, right. It's nuts, man. The the symbolism, the animation, the art, the storylines, the characters, yeah. everything about it is Castlevania just... is such a good series. You should all watch it, even if you're not a fan of the games or if you don't really watch anime cartoon stuff. I still recommend it because, like I said, I got my mom to watch it, who does not watch this. Yeah, stuff. <laughs> just because it's animated, like you guys like Pixar. Or yeah. like any other American-esque ones, right? Yeah. I mean, like, just because it's animated doesn't mean it's not going to be amazing, right? Yeah. You know? So I just, like, you know, keep an open mind for stuff like that. Yeah, please. It's really good. And I think to, to close off, I have one more question for you. Would you prefer it if Trevor stayed dead, or do you, do you like that he was alive in the end? Hmm... I I like that he was alive in the end because I feel like my boy deserved it. <laughs> Same... But I thought the impact of him dying at the end, like when him saying that we're both like products of an old world. We're both killers. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? I I like the symbolism that he he thinks that he can't fit into a better world. So he's going to take himself out of the equation. Yeah, I know. You know, the whole sacrifice, the whole Ramada, you know, I thought was amazing. Like as soon as Jermaine did that thing with the infinite corridor, I knew he was alive. Right. Yeah. But like when he first when they was first, like I thought I was like. Did they really just kill Trevor? You know, it was such like a, a a monumental moment. Yeah. So a part of me for the plot would have been like I would have preferred if he was dead. 
but I understand why they kept him alive and everything. Yeah, I mean, at least they waited to the very, very end. Yeah, they they faked you out really good because you see his gravestone, you're like, oh shit. <laughs> it's been like it's been a little while, you yeah. know. I thought it was gonna be like years or something, but it was only like two weeks or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, that one, the real MVP of this series, the horse. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, but yeah, Castlevania, ten out of ten, ten out of ten. Well, you have anything else you think we're good? Um. Yeah, I mean, no, I think we're doing. I think we're good. How, how long have we been going? That's my question. <laughs> hour and a half? Yeah. Oh, wow. I thought this was going to be short, but we actually did pretty well. Yeah, I think it's a good place then. All right, well, once again, mm. we always appreciate it, you guys listening to another episode of the Imposter Syndrome Podcast. Yep. I'm Jake. I'm Michael. Peace. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.